right, welcome to episode number four of Whiskey Wads and Whining Podcast. Hello. We are currently sitting outside in the beautiful Pacific Northwest sun mm-hmm. on a nice little patio. And today we are um, actually at recording at a bar, and, uh, which is great. And so, yeah. Cheers. You hear that? We have real glasses this time. <laughs> so we're drinking mint juleps. And then I brought some old smoky moonshine for Chrissy to try, mm. which is it's white, old smoky, which is Tennessee moonshine. Mm. White lightning. So Chrissy's about to try moonshine for the first time. Yeah. So cheers. cheers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like rubbing alcohol, doesn't oh, good it? Good lord. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> once it's down. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever had straight, um, like 151 or Everclear? Ooh, in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, because we use that to make bitters and we've, like, you know, Ooh, oh, t- yeah. tasted it. Oh, gosh, it just Ooh. burns. Ooh, I'm on fire on the inside. Yeah. Getting the sunburn on there. Did I ever tell you the story about, um, Corey's dad with the 151. No, tell me. So we, when they were up visiting one time, we made um, like rum and cokes mm-hmm. for him, and that's kind of like what he likes to drink. So he went back home and bought a bottle of rum to make rum and cokes when he was home. So this is like I don't know, three or four months later, we're down there visiting, and he tells Corey that you know he's like I was I bought this, but it doesn't taste like the ones that you bought. Oh, he had no. bought a bottle of of one fifty one instead <laughs> of rum, and uh, so he and we were like, yeah, that's why because oh, it's like one hundred and fifty one proof, right? Oh, so God. it was around Christmas time, and so um, a bunch of Corey's like buddies came over with their with their kids, and one of the couples has I think they're on they have six children. Oh now. my gosh! Wow. And uh, they had at the time I think they were had four, so she had like just stopped like nursing and they they all their kids were taken care of and oh, all this stuff so yeah. they came over and like we're down to party <laughs> and they we finished that bottle oh my gosh it oh was so God. funny oh it was, did you have a hangover i didn't drink that much because i know what it yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was um but yeah and i didn't want to like be disrespectful and like rude right. at right. my in-law's house but yeah some of the like alcohol stories are really funny of them because mm. like the first time we went down there you know they don't drink as much yeah. and uh and we were at the store and i was like i'm just gonna get a bottle of wine just for like christmas dinner or something and Corey's yeah. like just go get the big one my mom doesn't know what size a normal bottle of wine is <laughs> oh my god so yeah so did you get the big one yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then like all his cousins showed up and they were like, we have wine. We have wine at Christmas dinner. Oh, oh. times are changing. Like it was really yes. funny. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because nobody in their family drinks and so no one thinks to bring it. Oh. And Corey just drinks like his dad's beer and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my no gosh. Else. No, yeah. we travel with our. our yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep mine in Isn't that really funny? Yes. Um, okay. So today. I don't know what is going on back there, but I really hope. I'm gonna wait. Oh, can you guys hear that car passing by and <laughs> driving along the gravel? Hopefully, the sound on this is okay because yeah. um, we're gonna have a pretty honest and open conversation um, mm-hmm. about postpartum depression. So, this is something that Christy and I both mm-hmm. have struggled with mm-hmm. and um, feel like it's really important to put this out there for all new moms. And yes. I'm, I think that you, you were a really big support for me when I 
was going through it and that was like extremely helpful to like yeah. know somebody else that was going yeah, through it right. but also just to like hear other people's stories mm-hmm. um, and that's what helped me immensely yeah and it's like yeah. oh okay like there's a reason it's almost like there's a reason that I feel like this right. and that's right. really hard um, so yeah so we're kind of that's obviously on our hearts and like ever since I went through it I was mm-hmm. like okay every new mom I'm like making sure mm-hmm. that they are aware of like this mm-hmm. is possible you don't know you there's no way to prevent it mm-hmm. there's no and there's like you can't see it coming it kind of just like right. comes out of nowhere I don't know if you had that yeah and I feel like depression isn't what um postpartum depression isn't what you read in a book it's really different oh thank you thank you based on um how you feel like I, I think I mean being a mental health practitioner for 10 years and then all of a sudden realizing what anxiety is like in myself mm-hmm. that was a that was a trip because I yeah. had to recognize that oh that's anxiety I thought it was something else that was supposed to be that I read that it's it right affects you this way but when it affects you and mm-hmm. it's going to be different but you just when you think I don't really care if I have this baby or not then you know right that's yeah. how I knew I was like and whoa, it whoa, looks whoa. different for everybody right. too. exactly exactly um so yeah I was thinking that we could go through and like kind of talk about our stories mm-hmm. and then um yeah and then where we are now with everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you want to start no you <laughs> <laughs> okay um so yeah so I um let's see I didn't really have any symptoms with Le- I don't think I had it with Landry, mm. which I think is pretty common because she was the first. Um, I, di- I had a different role with the business, mm. and a lot of it was mm. like I could spend a lot of time with her. And then when I needed a break, like Cora was there, yeah. so um, I always was able to get a break and time to myself. So, um, so yeah, so that wasn't like super stressful. She was also a really easy baby, oh, which doesn't affect. I feel like yeah. that doesn't affect it at all. Right. But I felt true. True. Good point. It was more like I got back to myself quicker mm. with her than mm. I did with Marcus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so then when Marcus, so I was 10 months, I was 10 months, Landry was 10 months old when we found out we were pregnant with Marcus. Oh um, and I, it was not on my radar at all because I didn't deal with her, deal with, with her. But then in that pregnancy, we moved into a new house. Um, my, my best friend got married, so then it was all traveling for that. Right. I um, remember that. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, a tough time. It was, yeah, so it was a lot. And then we had, yeah, and then after we had Marcus, I remember, um, so Marcus was born in March, and then, like, throughout the summer, it was, like, fine. And I just was like, oh, yeah, Corey, and Corey was training for the Ironman, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was, like, me alone with the kids a lot of the time. Right. And, and, like, that's easy in the first three months because I just sleep a lot. Right. And Marcus slept a lot. He was, you know, pretty decent baby until mm-hmm. then and um <laughs> and then it was like but like right after he was born or I don't know if I was pregnant or right after he was born I just remember feeling during that period of time like so guilty mm-hmm. that Landry was not an only child anymore Aww. and then like I was like I'm so sorry that I don't have the time to spend with you and I haven't looked you in the eye and mm-hmm. I haven't done you know sat down and played up done a puzzle or read a book mm-hmm. to you or whatever and then Corey would go off on his training hikes on like really beautiful days like this. And 
he'd go out for like a five mile, a five hour bike ride and I'd be stuck inside with both of the kids and I remember just being like really resentful of that or then he would like take Landry on one of the rides mm-hmm. and then they would go out and play to give me a break and then right. I remember like being angry at him yeah. because he got to go do that and right. then like he but he couldn't stay with Marcus you know he right. doesn't have a boob right, right. and um, so then I started resenting Marcus and getting really angry because yeah. I was stuck with him and he was sucking up so much of my time right. and I wasn't able to go out yeah. so that was like the first thing where I was like I just felt so like that not that mom guilt but I just was like I I kind of regretted the fact that like Landry wasn't an only child and I felt terrible because I resented him um and all that and then he got more and more difficult with sleep and then my position at the gym changed so I had to work more and um the thing that really started it was it wasn't even like crying or feeling depressed it was like Corey and I would have these full-on conversations where he would be like, I emailed you that, or why didn't you email me this, or whatever. I was like, I did email you that. He's yeah. like, no, we can actually look it up, and I can show you <laughs> that Aww. you never emailed me this, or you never followed through with this. Like, things that are really important for the business. Aww. And um, Or he'd be like, I, we already had this conversation, and I'm pretty forgetful anyways. Me too. And that's like, yeah. And yeah. He, it makes him so mad that it got even worse, where the fact that like I would legitimately not even remember conversations that we had. Mm. And so then... Um, so that was kind of around like June-ish and that's when I started to get really, really worried and then I started having like nightmares oh, about like things happening like I wouldn't want or like forgetting where my kids were oh. or like that like one, I didn't know where they were right. or and then being like, oh my gosh, there's one in the car. So I would like have to oh. check the car like oh. five times and then like I would like leave the gym and then like go back in and be like, okay, did I leave Marcus here? Is oh. Marcus with me? Where's Marcus? Where's oh. Landry? And so that was another thing that was, like, really, really stressful. And then I'd have, like, nightmares and I wasn't sleeping. And so it's, like, then if Marcus slept well, then I wasn't sleeping because I was up about, like, ridiculous things. And, like, it kind of got to the point where I didn't want to be away from my family because I was afraid, like, I would get in a car wreck and something, you know, just, like, really, really horrible things like that. right. And so um, I was talking to Jesse actually, Mm -hmm. about it. And she was like, that's not normal. And I was like, is it not? Yeah, and yeah. so she just kind of said, and she's like, I feel like that's, that's like pretty intense. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And then my best friend from, that I grew up with was visiting from Alabama. And I just remember like crying the whole time oh. and just being like, I don't know who I am. I don't feel mm. like myself. I don't look at myself. I look at myself in the mirror and I don't even know like mm. who I am anymore. And I'm just like this old haggard oh. person. And it's not like, <laughs> it's just like, not that I felt like ugly or old or fat or anything like that. It just was like, I didn't recognize the person that was looking back. Mm -hmm. So when she was here, I made an appointment with my doctor. And of course you go in and they're like, well, you can take medication, but if you're nursing, then you don't know how much the, the, um, baby gets, um, Mm -hmm. or you can do therapy. Mm -hmm. And we were with Kaiser Permanente at this point, Mm -hmm. which, um, I'm, we're not anymore. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. And then, so my, Great. French fries were they just in the middle? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. You anything else at the moment? I think we're good. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Um and so yeah, so then my doctor was like, Well, here is a list. Um or call this number. You have to call this number to get approved for therapy. Um and then go on our website and This is with Kaiser? This is with Kaiser. And so this is like my general practitioner. And she's like, and then here's a list of therapists, or you have to go on our website and find them, like, in the area. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. So 
I got online and the list of approved, there were like 30 approved therapists. Okay. Okay. So what you have to do then is go online and Google all of them to find which one works with anxiety and postpartum depression and like adjustment disorders or parents and family, you know, stuff like that. Then you have to call the ones that you find to see if they're even accepting new patients and like half the people on that list are not accepting new patients or even a couple of them had moved out of the area. So they were like, you need to tell Kaiser that this list is not updated. Like we haven't been in this area for years. So then I have to go back and get another approval. And, And like, you have to get your approval, find the person, make sure that they're accepting new patients and then call back to the behavioral health unit and tell them who your therapist is. So then they give you like an approval number that you have to call the therapist back for. Oh, what? And give to them. It is, and I'm like, and I just was so, I remember being so angry because, oh th- I mean, this whole entire process was like, I was like, took me over a week. Right. And I was like, do you not understand why people need mental health right. therapy? Why they need therapy? Why are you making this harder on them? I was right. like, don't add one more thing to my to-do list when I came into you for anxiety and depression. Right. So I was so livid. And then I ended up going to one therapy. I found somebody finally went to her and I did not connect with her at all. I felt like she just um, was like telling stories about her life and all her nieces and nephews and like the kids in her life oh and what her friends God. do and stuff. And that she, and then she was like, why don't you write down every and every day, everything that you do all day long, whether it's like, I got out of bed, I fed my son, I washed dishes or whatever. And I, so like at the end of the day, then I was like, this is not helping me. (laughs) And the reason that I wanted to go to therapy is to get tools for anxiety that I could use over time, not, um, not something uh, short term. And that's why I ultimately decided at the beginning to not go on medication. Um, and I talked to one of my good friends, Taylor too, and that was because she had it. And, um, and so I was asking her like, come out for you guys. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, and so she had mentioned that and I was like, Oh, that's a really good idea. So I'm going to do that. Um, so then like, and I only saw this therapist like twice because I was like, I can't do this. Like I, I need some real help and she's not helping me. So I canceled with her and then I found the one that I'm seeing right now. Oh, good. Um, so if, uh, and side note, like if anybody's listening to this and like wants references and they're in the Pacific Northwest area, specifically like Mercer Island, Bellevue, Seattle, um, you can send us like a message and I'll give you all the information. Yes. Awesome. Um, all the tools. I may even like try and link it in the show notes if oh, yeah. I figure out what I just said, how to, <laughs> how to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah. So then I started going, seeing her and of course, like the first day I just walk in she's like what are you here for? And I just cried for probably like 20 minutes mm. and I just, it just felt like such a good release. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And she was, and she was wonderful. So we, I saw her every day for a week and wow. then worked on, worked really hard on everything. And, um, was like really working on like anxiety and, um, tools and she was just wonderful. And it was nice just to go in and mm-hmm. talk with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was my time to be carved out. That was made a priority in my family. Oh, that, and I that's, think that's a big, big I think it's a really it. big deal. Cause then if you're just like, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going right. to go to yoga or I, I am going to go do this. Like no one thinks that that's as much of a priority as like your therapy. Right. Right. And, um, and it's beneficial. And, and right. so it was, yeah, so it was just great. And I just immediately felt like very comfortable and very safe with her, which is obviously right. like when you go in and you cry around somebody, like you, you feel safe and comfortable right. with them. Right. right. Um, 
so yeah, so uh, so I've been seeing her since about I want to say like August, September, and so she's she's just been great. And then we got to the point where it was like I was doing all of I was going through all the steps, and like Corey and I were having date nights. Marcus was sleeping through the night. The, the, everyone was settling down and getting into our lives, but I still didn't feel right. I didn't. Nothing felt. I still wasn't feeling like me, and I still was having. Um, anxiety and um, and some depression where it just was like I just want my life I want I want to feel like I, I'm living in my life instead of just like watching things happen around me um, and so she and so she asked again she was like and at this point I wasn't nursing anymore because Marcus sucked me dry and so um, so he was on formula and so she was like do you want to talk about medication and so i was like yeah um and so i started on the lowest dose i'm taking citalopram so i started with the lowest dose yeah. which was like 10 milligrams mm-hmm. and went to a new doctor so we had already we should we had also switched health insurances so when i did and i called them and i was like hey what's the process for getting referred for like mental health therapy or like going to a new doctor they're like go to our website and or like call and see if you're the doctor you want to see uh, takes our insurance and go. And I was nice. Like, I was like, what? Yeah. What? I was like, this is what it should have been like. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it was incre- incredible. Wow. And so, uh, and luckily my therapist still took, we're, we're with Regents now and she yep. still takes it. And then I found a doctor and went up and when we moved and like talked to her about it. And um, yeah, and so she, she or they transferred my prescription to, to this one. And it was the hardest part about the medication was the adjustment to getting on it. Like I was really nauseous and I had a lot of like oh. digestive issues oh. and, um, and I still wasn't sleeping very well. And the doctor was like, that's kind of normal with adjusting to this because it's still getting in your system. So it took me probably like two to three weeks to get adjusted to such a low dose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've been on that, and then I actually just recently went back for a checkup, and they upped the dosage because my anxiety, I think, is like yeah. coming back. Yeah, yeah. And just like overwhelming with like um, all the things going on in our family with this summer and people coming to visit and the kitchen remodel and training for Rainier and like now yeah. that the kids are busier, then right. it's just harder to get things done and. You know the business is kind of like hitting a little plateau so we're trying to like you know that's stressful and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. it pays our bills so right, we're, right. we need people to come in and right. do crossfit right, 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 um so yeah so that was uh so and i feel marcus now marcus is 14 months okay yeah 14 months and then landry will be three at the end of august so oh my gosh. and oh my it's gosh. may 22nd right now but um Wow. Yeah, so they're just, and, like, they're kind of getting to the point, too, where they can, like, play with each other a little bit, but, like, she's getting possessive, so she'll at least have to intervene a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like, I spent all day Tuesday mornings with him because Landry's at Aww. school for, like, oh, yeah. two and a half hours, and it's fun. Like, you can tell that he just loves, like, the attention, and mm-hmm. he just likes to play, and he'll entertain himself, and, yeah, yeah so. Um, but that, that's interesting, too, that, I mean, because me still being on medication and my kids, too, you know, almost two and a half and Marcus being 14 months I think that's a big thing is that maybe the brain chemistry and maybe our whole body has changed and mm-hmm. I mean it has changed but right. to 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 be aware of that because not only does the physical but the mental chemical everything is right. a little different and oh for sure so it's yeah I, I like that you're brave and saying that you took medication and went through all that because yeah. it, there is that stigma you know yeah well and like let's get one thing straight like Nobody has time for shaming anybody. Exactly. Like Good moms, point. Good moms. Point. I don't care if you're a mother. I don't care if you are any human being. Like yes. 
everybody is different. Right. Everybody has their own struggles. Right. They need to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we need to like lay off of each other and mm-hmm. just support people for like actually asking for help and like getting help that they need. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it is so so true. And yeah. But I also feel like, because that was really hard for Corey, because his family has never dealt with any kind of, um, oh, hell yeah. like, mental illness or depression, anxiety, and Corey's mm-hmm. just so black and white, which I think is very common for men just yeah. to be like, well, just don't do it, or yeah. just do this, or don't, why can't you right. just, like, not think about it that way? And Yeah, just don't buy shit. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> right. And, oh, um, was that it? Oh, right. <laughs> And that was like, and so when I talked to him about it, I was actually really, really nervous to like Mm. talk to him about it. Mm -hmm. And I finally just was like, I've tried everything. Like I have been doing all of this and it's not working. And that's how I knew that I needed a little external help. And I'd been on antidepressants before when my dad died. And so, um, so I knew that they worked and his whole thing was like, he didn't want me to be on them for a long time. And I was like, well, that's not the plan. The plan is to get off of, like, I just kind of need them right now. Um, it pulls you up like a crane out of that ditch. Yeah, and exactly. And I think that's the big thing is like knowing that you've hit your limit, your willpower and your um, like manage. I don't know if management's the right word, but like your management limit. Yeah. And you can't yeah. do anything else. And right. you just might need that little bit right. of like that hand right. to pull you out. Right. Absolutely. So that's, that's exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm I'm at right now and you know it goes day to day because some days because I was also like in that limbo of like oh things are getting better the sun's coming out right right right. we're gonna be outside all the time and so maybe I'll be it'll be a good time to get off my medicine and the next day I'm like with my kids and I'm like oh why why is no one listening to me why can't you just get your freaking shoes on how many times do I have to say shoes like go get like do you want to go outside do you want to go to the park go get your shoes on like whatever (laughs) like do you not want to clean pants on I know you want to walk around in a freaking poopy like pull up from overnight like whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um then go change your pants like right, so right. just stuff like that and so um yeah so ultimately i'm like yeah i feel good i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna continue with it so good um good, good. so yeah things are things are going well right now and yeah hopefully it continues to go well i just need to start like getting my schedule for workouts and training <laughs> and then i'll stop stressing when do you guys do um not right end of july mm. Mm. so we've got some time but oh, my mom's coming come, up but <laughs> yeah it is but at the same time like we're all like i don't know it's not like we never did any physical activity right, right so right, right, right. um we just need to get out in the in the woods when you get up to me that's five hours to me right or am i making that up i probably make it i up. think so okay. it's a long it's a long hike yeah okay. i think we're gonna go practice it when my mom is here at the end of june and then and Beth and her husband are going? Her husband is not going. So oh. it's Beth, Corey, oh. me, Jeff Evans, mm. his brother-in-law, mm. and then Ben, Van de Ben. Oh, yeah. I know Ben. Uh-huh. I the think guy, so. The guy with the beard. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> oh, he's done, he used to come to the 1130 class. Mm. But, yeah, so he's doing it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be a good group. It's going to be amazing. And then, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watching Beth today was so inspiring. I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. an hour and two minutes? Mm-hmm. It's insanity. You're right. It's that's nuts. what you got to do. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's always a little better, too, when the scenery. 
yes. and like with other people and stuff. I, I kind of imagine it like how rowing would be where rowing mm-hmm. on the erg sucks. Mm-hmm. But then when you're on like a crew boat, I'm sure, like on the water, that it's like there's just so much mm-hmm. to see. Or like when your coach is yelling at you and you can just look off in the distance and be like, that's just so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> or like running on a treadmill versus running outside. Right. Exactly. Right. exactly. Anyways. Yeah. So that's my my postpartum story. Well, I'm really proud of you for sharing that because it's a, I hope that it helps other people. I think, like you said at the beginning, hearing um, hearing what other people have gone through, that is the only thing that has helped me. Not reading it, not uh, knowing what I'm supposed to know or right. my education or anything like that has helped me. What really helped me is hearing other people yeah. talk about it. And you and Bobby listening to me complain and bitch during my workouts. Well, of course. Um, I tell people all the time that I would not have survived two kids had I not been so close with you right after oh, Paisley. If you guys like, weren't around, I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I don't. I don't. Even, I can't even let my mind go there because, mm-hmm. I, 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 for all the viewers at home, I guess the <laughs> the when I would come into that gym and Hold see on. you guys, when I would come into the gym and see you guys in there and be able to talk and 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 vent without the normal like. Whether my, it was be my husband or my mom saying something, just something to kind of bring me back to where I didn't want to be. Like, yeah. just listen, just, and, and they were very supportive, but it wasn't the right thing. It just right. didn't, it, uh, nothing Just let me complain. Me. Yeah, just, just <laughs> listen to me. Just, just <laughs> tell me, just up. shake your head yes and be quiet. You know? right. <laughs> you know? But for sure, being able to, to, to share that, because um, my, my depression was in like anger. Like I was very angry yeah, with I my that. kids. I just was like, I can't do this. Uh-huh. And I felt like, um, uh, I don't know. I don't. I was like waiting for somebody to hear me. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was really myself being able to, you know, do something about it, which was medication for me. Yeah, um, that's good. And you know what's really sad is that I did not make the time for uh, therapy. And I and I looked up a couple places, and I was really interested in it. But I found a bigger benefit for me was sticking with my exercise because I needed that. Oh with yeah. The, with medication and a regular exercise. Uh huh. I felt like that was what helped me, mm-hmm. um, but medication absolutely <laughs> from the get-go. And <coughs> did you have postpartum depression with Harper? Absolutely. Oh yeah. And it was like about a month before I delivered that I started taking medication because I was like, I actually remember thinking, I'm gonna jump off that balcony, and then I was like, what? Oh. What, Christy? What just went through your mind? Mm-hmm. You seriously thought that? Mm. Like, I instantly was like, why would you even think that? Yeah. I remember thinking another time, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And my, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. That shook me. I was like, that is not my internal thinking. Mm-hmm. But when I said that to myself, I was like, oh, 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 this is this is what depression looks like yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going around crying. I'm not... Um, maybe I was. I don't remember. <laughs> but it was more anger and... Um, just yeah the lack of sleep and everything but medication just oh absolutely and so took that um, I actually got off of it after Harper for a while and then when I became pregnant with Paisley um, shortly after the beginning of the first trimester I was like get me back on that I know I know what's gonna I know what's coming uh-huh. let's do it I'm not gonna suffer at this point um, and then I even <clears> took <throat> it while I was breastfeeding because it was I, I was not going to <laughs> oh yeah I was not gonna take that away um, and I wouldn't have been a good mom to Paisley if I didn't. Uh, right. And you know what's sad, though, is I, 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 that's my, you know, you have this mom regret or mom mm-hmm. shame or something. And I feel like, if I didn't do that. But I also, depression runs really, really strong in my family. Yes. So, yep. Mine you know, too. it's just, well, it's, it's, yeah. 
and this is the thing is like by you feeling that way and not taking medication and being angry, you're still not a good mom. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, you right. need to do the best thing for your family, whether it's, right. and that's ultimately what, like, when I had made that decision where it was like, well, I'm not a good mom anyways. Right. <laughs> right. I'm not being a good mom. Good point. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I need to take care of myself right. and like that. And yes, you put your kids first, but by me taking care of myself, I right. am putting my kids first. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And the thing that makes me mad about like all the training and stuff that you go through mm -hmm. before you have kids, mm -hmm. it's like you sit in, they make you sign up for all those stupid parenting classes and stuff. So they, <clears throat> they make you like sign up for all the parenting classes and there's like a five hour or six hour parenting class on like breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And then there's like, a, right. And then like an eight hour one on the delivery. <laughs> and I'm like, that delivery day can last anywhere from like two hours to like 48 hours. Right. Do you know how long you're in postpartum forever? Right. And right. no one says anything about that. No one prepares. They just say like, oh yeah, so postpartum depression's a thing and you yeah. need to talk to your do doctor. Attention. Yeah. Pay attention. Oh, okay. And like spouses pay attention too. Yeah. So the thing is, so first of all, neither of us are doctors. So we're not trying <laughs> to like diagnose right. or treat or anything we're t simply telling our perspective and our mm -hmm. stories mm -hmm. that being said like your spouse does need to know because mm -hmm. if they are watching like seeing you behave in different ways then like they need to be aware of what the symptoms are too right. and bring it up so my good friend taylor her husband actually noticed it and oh, brought it wow. up to her and that's how she figured out what that that's she what noticing? she had did she share that with you she didn't um i'm sure well actually i shouldn't say that i'm sure she did yeah. and i forgot <laughs> um about Oh, yeah, well, but I know too. she did have a lot of anxiety, um, and so that's why uh, anxiety and just like guilt and um, and all that stuff, and mm. and she basically like has been raising her son because her her husband travels a lot, and so just like the overwhelming of like not feeling like herself and like right. feeling guilty that her son was in daycare for ten hours a day because she has to work and like all this stuff, and her husband was like, well, why don't you just get a new job? And she's like. Our job pays our bills because you are starting a business and you're traveling all the time. Like, I can't do that, you know? Wow. So it was just like, it was just that. But, um, oh. but yeah, and so it just makes makes me so mad that, like, no one sets women up right. to rec either recognize this. Right. Because when you're, like, sleep deprived and mm -hmm. you are just feeling, like, out of your mind, you think it's normal. It's like, oh, mom right. brain. And it's right. like, and that was another thing that, like, everybody kept saying, like, oh, mom brain. Yeah. And, yeah, you forget stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I get that. Yeah. But I refuse to accept that this is how I'm going to live my life the rest I of the agree. time. I agree. And I just, and that. I heard a lot of that, too, where I was like, yeah, it was great and all, but I don't want that. Right, like, yeah. What, and I was what? like, I don't want to be a forgetful person. I don't right. want to be angry. And I don't want. Right. Yeah. Forgetful, not angry. Oh, sure. Yeah. Moments, but, uh. Well, and like, I mean, it's just you have so much going on in your in your head. Like, they're always thinking about something. And, right. Uh, my mother-in-law was the best. She, she's so great. And she was like telling me this story. If you think about like a computer screen, women have like a hundred tabs open all the time and men have like one or two. Oh, and I was like, that is the best way to describe my <laughs> brain. And like, Corey will say stuff to me all the time about like forgetting to do this. Or I like, I think I left like... I did something like we were outside of the car and I left like something on top of the car <laughs> or forgot to do something stupid, like left my key in the door or put like, I don't know, something weird that would have been like, what were you even thinking? And I just looked at him and I was like, you have no idea what it's like inside my head. Right now. Like none. And, and that's when my mother-in-law said that. And I was like, yeah, it's actually very true. But, um, just yeah. two weeks ago, my kids too. Um, I opened up the door in the morning to leave. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, there's my keys right in the door. 
Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I saved our family last night. Thank you so much for <laughs> not taking my car yep. or anything else. Oh, yeah. Corey's um, done that when he came home from Fire Academy because he was so tired. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Fire Academy, kill me. It was yeah. so great. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I'm going to think about it. Oh, Sunny. My favorite story is about Sunny. Okay. Um, and, oh my gosh, her sharing this, because she is such an amazing person. She gets everything done. She has everything in order. This woman can just do anything, I feel like. And, um, oh, thank you. That, that's necessary. Um, she told me that after her second kid, she drove to work, parked in the garage, went up, did her eight hours, came back down, and her car was still running. She left her car running all day in oh the garage. And <laughs> nobody like decided. Nobody said to... anything. Nobody. Nobody took it. And I, for some no one put took it. Together That's as crazy. Sunny, I was like, oh my. Okay, you. That makes me feel so much better because yeah. she is the most. I mean, she's my like boss. together she's person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really really funny. Cheers. Yeah. And uh, there's some blackberry flavored ones in there too. I got that. I don't know if it's good, but. I can't imagine that it would be. Woo-hoo! Oh, this is blackberry? But, uh, yeah, blackberry moonshine. I'm going to put this back in there. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, so you feel like what was helpful for you was medication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm doing both, which is good. I haven't gotten on the, like, stable, like, consistent workout plan, which mm-hmm. I think is part of part of it yeah. um, because when I was doing it and I've gone like in and out yeah. when I was doing it I did feel much much better yeah I mean you get all those endorphins and right. all that kind of stuff too but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I think like for any so here's I guess here's my question what would you say to somebody that's that might be struggling or is like about to have a child or like tools that they can do to like set themselves up for success like if they're pregnant and then for that postpartum time. Gosh, you know, that is so hard because going back to the, but but I'm gonna try, but going back to the original, nobody can tell a stubborn person what to do because that's me, mm-hmm. I'm so stubborn. Um, no. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit, I'm just slightly. And, but to, to hear other people's stories, that is the number thing. There's a place in Seattle um, next to Swedish, or it's in connected to Swedish, called mm-hmm. the Lytle Center. Oh yeah. And that was actually a big resource for me because one of the hardest things for me was not okay I could go take a walk with my child okay that's great but if I'm not feeling myself being anywhere else still doesn't matter yeah <laughs> um, but at the Lido Center everybody else was there with their kids and I got to get somewhere that looked that was a nice setting mm-hmm. and it, there was no expectation of me there and I could talk to other women about it yeah um, I think I only went there like a handful of times did it was it like a group uh-uh. session I just went as a walk-in there's like a little store in the beginning and then it's a whole oh, like, yeah. fireplace and yeah. whole wonderful I went places. to like a breastfeeding class. Yes, wow. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was really helpful to me, a place that nobody knew me to judge mm-hmm. me, but I could ask simple questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was ashamed of, or nobody was around because was, it was during yeah. work hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that had something to do with it. It was like my most, my most vulnerable, horrible times were like early mm-hmm. morning-ish where sure. nobody was there, you know? I mean, and so... Yeah. Um, the other cool thing that I found yeah. yeah is oh talking to people yes. absolutely yes and having community around like a good mm-hmm. support whether it's um something like the Lytle Center or mm-hmm. just finding like other moms mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like getting out of the house and mm-hmm. if you're a homebody which I'm not a homebody and I'm not an introvert it, mm-hmm. at all and I am 
You're an introvert? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. I would oh, never yeah. Oh, yeah. have guessed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. should do the Myers-Briggs yeah. one day oh, and do it. Um, <laughs> you should oh, steal those. You should steal those from Harborview. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, having people around in community was a huge thing for me. But um, also just being around, like, other moms where it's, like, your kids either whatever you're doing like you get those sympathetic looks from other moms right. but like going to the Lytle Center it's like they expect moms to be crying and right. tired and sad and, and so it's were. like yeah <laughs> and so you go in and you're just like oh it's like how are you and it's like dude last night sucked yeah. and then or you just start crying or how do I how do I get this child to eat because she just keeps spitting the nipple out and turning her head and I don't yep. know how to actually be patient because mm-hmm. I get frustrated and then I take it away and oh, right. that, that, that's what that was really helpful for. Well, the other, the other thing too is like during those, those classes at the, um, like the hospitals and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like they focus so much on breastfeeding and it's like, you really don't need an entire class on what <laughs> breastfeeding is because you can't really, that's not something that you can really fix until you have your baby. Right. And then they have, if, if, and then they have places like the Lytle Center, and right. I think Overlake has, like, mm-hmm. well, and then they have lactation consultants, so right. they have nurses that are just dedicated to, like, breastfeeding and boobs. And so, are we going to do a show just on that? Yes. So we are going to, so Kelly, I haven't, I wanted to talk about postpartum, like, stuff first, mm-hmm. and then I was thinking I'm going to call Kelly, and we'll have her next time, or, like, the awesome. next show. That'd be great. And so Kelly, um is the wife of our head coach at the gym and she is also a postpartum nurse and um she is also just passed her exam to become a lactation consultant so she's just like all all babies all boobs from the very beginning (laughs) the very beginning of life so we thought it'd be fun to have her as like our first guest so we'll probably interview her uh on the next episode is the plan um but yeah and like and they have these specific people for that thing. So it's like, just tell people, like, I mm-hmm. feel like they want, I, there needs to be like an eight hour class on postpartum depre- depression and anxiety and Absolutely. like a two hour like segment on breastfeeding because you it's like, that. here's what you're supposed to do. Right. This is how it's actually going to happen. <laughs> um, your baby's going to gnaw the shit out of your nipple right. Right. and it's going to crack and it's going to bleed and gonna you are going to hate, hate everything. <laughs> and then you're going to have to go in to see a lactation <laughs> consultant. So they teach, they give you nipple guards or uh, nipple shields. So then it's less excruciating. And then they, you go in and they tell you that your kid's biting you. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Is that why it hurts so what? much and why it's bleeding? And my nipples are severely damaged? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, you for know, that. It's so funny. I just have to mention this because I've had enough whiskey now. My nipples are finally back to normal. Mm-hmm. And they're ultra, ultra. I'm like, what happened to you guys? They're so sensitive again. I'm like, what happened? You used to be doing so tough. Now <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh your bra is too scratchy. Ew. Oh, but that's man, really they funny. They are sure durable because they came right with their back. They're good. Yeah, like, I mean, they were they were made for feeding our children. Oh my so, God. my favorite. I guess. <laughs> and I'll tell this story with um, Kelly here, but my favorite memory of the lactation consultant coming in and picking up my boob was like, she came in and just picked up my boob. Like, it was. Right. So I was like, whoa, 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 that's mine. <laughs> you know, it's huge, but they it's just mine. like touch them. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And their hands are always cold. So, yeah, like, they like, touch them and then you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, whatever. But. Yeah, I had some really <laughs> wonderful lactation consultants. Where did that you deliver? Me. Uh, so with Landry, I delivered at Swedish First Hill. Okay, we do. Well, Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. No, First. I don't know which one. Yeah. I think First Hill. Yeah. Oh no, Cherry Hill's up the hill. Yeah, but yeah. First Hill. Yeah, I was like on right Broadway. on Broadway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so First Hill, 
and then with Marcus, we delivered at Overlake, which, which, yeah, which sucked because, well, no, I, sorry, Overlake was a great hospital. We loved it. Mm. Their food was so good. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. It was like, or, <coughs> organic grass-fed, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> excuse me, like organic grass-fed burgers and like chicken really? sausages and <gasps> like the vegetables were cooked really well. Mm. Oh my gosh. It was so mm. good. Mm. Swedish still has the best milkshakes though. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They taste like Frosties. So I would like oh. order like oh. two or three of them and they're like, mm. how many people are in your room? I'm like, oh, these are all for me. You're like, don't ask. <laughs> all right. I was like, don't talk to me about <laughs> I said a baby. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I just shoved like a seven pound kid out of my <laughs> vagina. Don't, don't ask me how. <laughs> what and don't be I'm afraid eating. to tell anybody. You just shoved a seven pound right, kid. Right. I know. My mom's always like, don't be gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's, okay. I love your mom. But <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, but the, the annoying thing is that, so I delivered at Swedish with a first and then I thought I was going to be able to deliver at Swedish and Issaquah, which is where Kelly worked at the time. Oh, and that been great. when I delivered, Kelly was on shift. So she would have been my postpartum nurse oh. and then, which, which stings. So we missed that opportunity. Oh. And then now she's at Overlake. Oh, <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> you're not helping me at all. Oh, I'm so excited to hear her take on things. And maybe she has mm-hmm. even some more insight into experiences she's seen with people. Absolutely. I mean, I, mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be super helpful. Oh, did you? Whoa. All that's right, that's really again. sweet, but uh, I don't Ooh. like it. Yeah. It smells really good. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid it's to blackberry. blow that. Blackberry moonshine. Yeah. You guys still doing exactly. well here? Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we are. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so definitely like talking to people, other moms and, and doctors. So here's like, <laughs> that was actually bad, the aftertaste. So Christy just tried. Not too bad. No offense to Old Smoky Moonshine, <laughs> but no offense, Old Smoky flavored, moonshine. I'm not a big fan of flavored stuff anyways. I don't like my stuff really sweet. Like yeah, I want to yeah. taste my alcohol. Me too. I always say too. like, yeah. give me a a man's drink in a girl's glass. That's how, that's how I like to order when, when we go to like speakeasies and stuff and they just like make your own. They're like, what do you like to drink? I'm like, I want to taste my alcohol. I kind of want it to burn and I want it in a girl's glass. They're like, okay, man's drink in a girl's glass. Um, but yeah, so we just tried the blackberry moonshine and it, it was just not awesome. It went down easy though. Yeah, so practical tips for people. If anybody ever is going to listen to this, but maybe they'll find it in the archives one day when we're like big and famous. (laughs) Um, But I would definitely say like, if you feel like you are struggling, go, first of all, go talk to your doctor. Yes. Or your friends. Yeah. Anybody. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Yes. But if you feel like you need more help than just, you know, speaking, like talking to your friends or, um, just like that, just a release isn't enough. Like just talking with your girlfriends and being like, the verbal diarrhea is not enough. Right, 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 Go right. talk to your doctor. Find yourself a mental health therapist. Yes, yes. And figure out which avenue of treatment is right for you and your family. Mm-hmm. So Christy and I are both um, on medication. And that's what was right for us mm-hmm. and our families. And yes. we, it's not something that we jumped into or that we just were like, yes, that's, I just want a prescription, like whatever. Mm-hmm. It was something that we had thought about and planned about and I um, spoken with our spouses about mm-hmm. and decided that that's the best decision for our family. Yes. And it's not the right decision for everybody. Right. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which is why there's options. And right. everyone, everybody is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely find community. Yes. Especially if you're, you're in a new place. And Do you mind if I leave this for you guys sure. here? That's yeah. good. Thank you. And um, if you're in a new place and there's no... Um, what do you think of this? I think that's cheese. No. That's cheese. That's not a hair. Look how thick that is. 
Is it? Okay. That's cheese. Okay. I don't have my glasses on. You're right. It's cheese. cheese. Right. <laughs> I used to work in the food service industry. I know. Yeah. I would still eat it anyway. <laughs> no, no, I oh, I would I'm, I'm like, I'm not sending that back. I'm like, I told you I've anyway. Seen, I don't care. Right? I've seen that movie Waiting. I'm not sending anything back. <laughs> I have, haven't seen it. You back. haven't seen Waiting? No, Never? They send the food back and they... Oh my gosh. It's with Justin Long and Ryan Reynolds and I think Anna Ferris is in it too. Mm. You know it was Mm. back in like oh I need to like fact check this, but it was like I want to say like early two thousands, like American Pie ish era. Mm. Yeah. Oh dude, They all work at a restaurant. And uh yeah, this lady is just this like high maintenance like brat like everything that is like everything's wrong with everything and it's like you get those people and you're like why don't you just not eat out ever Uh Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i'm just helping you because you're too lazy to make it yourself yeah to make it yourself Mm -hmm. or you're trying to enjoy a nice evening out and you're obviously not doing it so what can i do to help you right Right. So they take this steak back because she just like sends it back in a really rude way. Oh. They take it back into the kitchen and they're like, everyone's like dropping it on the floor and like no, stomping on it. No. And then like somebody like puts it down the back of their pants no. and like farts on it. No. And, stuff. <laughs> and then like, here's your steak. Oh, and they no take it back way. out to her. No uh, I don't like, oh, I'm my sure. God. Oh and she's like, oh, this is the best steak <laughs> ever. And so somebody's like butt sweat and <laughs> farts all over it. But yeah. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I don't listen. And my brother used to work in a kitchen at Max and Irma's. I don't know if they have those out here, but he used to cook in when he was like, uh, I, I'm never sending anything back. No. Because, <laughs> yeah, I know. Why would you? Well, why? I mean, if it's something where asshole. like, yeah, wrong order. Or, <laughs> right. You know. Or if it's like raw, raw meat, I'm not yeah, eating raw meat right. like this. They exactly. Can throw it back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, but to cause a stir. <laughs> right. When I worked at the Admiral Pub, I'd be like, you're like, what's your special thing? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you go home and see what's in your fridge? Because this place is the pub. Mm-hmm. So if you want pub food, we got plenty. But if yeah. you want something fancy, go home. That's so funny. We went. To, we had a date night the other night. And Ooh, this was like go? a couple months ago. We went to, I don't even remember what we did. But <laughs> where did we go? Oh, this was, aw- uh, this was awesome, actually. We went to dinner at um the black duck in issaquah and then we went and got one of those like have you ever been to one of those like massage places that's like mm-hmm. it's uh there's one on the south end of the island well it used to be called like happy feet lily's lily's oh ha- yes i went there all the time massage or why did it go yeah. away and uh and there's one in issaquah and so Corey made us massages oh so you God. like lay in the recliners yeah fully dressed the group yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. And oh, the blanket over it. you and um and they it. like oh my gosh, they like worked oh. you. And so we went and did that and then we went to a bar afterwards in Fall City that's like the tavern. It's called the tavern. The tavern. All right. And in it's, Fall City? It's in Fall City okay. and it's at the in, the only intersection oh, in Fall City. It says tavern on yeah. the fluorescent sign. Okay. Yeah. Brandon yeah. says do oh no, that's not the one. That's not the one. He's like, Don't eat burgers there. It was Mount High. Mount, oh, Mount that one, side. no. Yeah. yeah, this one's, like, deep, like, right right on the corner of the river. Okay. And uh, so we go in there, and, like, we're already, like, a little loaded. And um, and the girl's like, what are you guys drinking? And we were like, whiskey. I was like, can you make a Manhattan? She's like, no, I have whiskey and beer. And we were like, okay. Knob Creek it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, all right. So oh we just God. drank, like, straight up whiskey. What's in a Manhattan? It's a uh, whiskey, sweet vermouth. Oh, Whiskey, sweet vermouth, and bitters. Okay. Yeah. I actually meant to bring that today to mix with the whiskey I brought. Is bitters... What is bitters? Okay. So bitters is... um, It's like uh, Everclear. So the grain alcohol. It's an alcohol. Yeah. So um, I don't think if you buy it like in a store, they're not going to... 
like cardi for it because mm. I, as as far as I remember, it gets cooked out. Oh, um, but they still sell it in, um, in stores or uh, yeah, yeah. So you do and you soak it basically. So you take whatever flavors you want. So really popular ones like orange. Mm. So you do like orange peels, mm. and then you do. There's all kinds of like root spices mm. that are like really popular in um like asian grocery stores and stuff like mm. cassava and anarcha uh, arnica oh yeah, no. yeah. Arnica's the pink yeah one. anise star like mm. all that kind of stuff oh. and so you basically throw all these like herbs and spices and banana peels or whatever you want like we did a rhubarb bitters one day wow. and we just soaked all the rhubarb and you soak it for like a, a good amount of time uh, if Corey ever listens to this, he'll be so pissed at me trying to tell us. <laughs> yeah, I get it so wrong. But we did it so long ago because yeah. it makes so much, and then you don't use oh. that much. Okay. And so, um, yeah, it's just kind of like the topping on okay. it. So it just no kind of gives it like a little bitter, but that the bitterness comes from like all of those like uh, herbs and spices mm. and stuff, okay. and not herbs, but spices and um, like roots and uh yeah and then you just soak it and so it just mm. kind of gives it like a little bit of a different flavor mm. um so the whiskeys can be sweet but it can also be kind of smoky and then the sweet vermouth mm. like cuts that and mm. then the bitterness kind of just adds like a little dollop okay so I, I know the first time i had a manhattan i was like uh what the heck is this mm-hmm. this is disgusting <laughs> um because i didn't know you just sip whiskey yeah like, blah, blah, blah. So. yeah you gotta have a good one, like, and there's smoother, as you know, like there's smoother, <laughs> smoother ones than others, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, all right, well, we should probably wrap up. All right. What um, do you have a mom moment from from the last couple weeks? Mom moment. A whiskey moment. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your whiskey moment. Oh gosh, I don't know. The girls have been so sweet this week. I mean, we had my cousin Jess over last night, and to see little Paisley be so, so proud of her family and want to introduce mm-hmm. herself and be in the, sh- you know, be in the, in his view and talk to him, oh, just it's so cute. It it really like it solidified those little tiny moments for me solidify mm-hmm. everything. You know, it's it's that's key for me. I don't know, just those those heart feelings. That's that's how I. Mm-hmm. Uh, charge. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, my mom moment was probably watching Landry hike. We went and mm. did Twin Falls over mm. in North Bend, mm-hmm. and she hiked almost the entire way in wow. and the entire way out. Mm. So she probably hiked a total of like two miles because it's about one and a half in. Mm-hmm. And then I carried her for a little bit just because it was like slow, and she she would ask if she got tired. Yeah. And then I carried her probably, like, the last quarter of the way out. Like, I'm wearing... So, I... Corey carried Marcus in, like, the good backpack. Mm-hmm. And then I had the crappy one just if she got tired. Right. And she hiked the entire way in. And, like, they, wow. it's got some hills. <clears throat> so, I was, like... Yeah. I was really proud of her. Yeah. And then the last quarter mile, she got really tired. And I just didn't feel like doing the backpack. So, I just carried her out in my arms. And mm-hmm. I was, like... I probably look so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> wearing a backpack. Like, backpack going, yeah, yeah, why don't you just put the kid in the backpack? Is Twin Falls the one where you drive down the long road and then there's a stop? And then there's, like, a little message board. And then you climb up along the river? Yeah. Okay. So, if you... That's where we go all the time. I just didn't know what it was called. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but what we do is instead of going up the trail, mm-hmm. well, we'll do that too, but we cut down to the river. Oh, yeah. And we play down there for 
hours. Yes. We'll spend four hours down there. Oh, there were tons Digging. of, yeah. Oh, was there lots of people? There were tons. Well, we went on a Sunday. Oh, okay. And yeah. like a Sunday afternoon and it was like this. It was beautiful. <gasps> like not a cloud in the sky. It was yeah. warm. Yeah. It was beautiful. And, um, and so, yeah, but I saw a bunch of people and I was oh. like, oh, we're coming back and doing this. Oh, yes. Because it's like 10 minutes from our house. I've never seen a person there when we're there. Really? We, oh, we, never. Oh. We go, Brennan goes every Friday. We go sometimes on the weekends. Oh, it's my gosh. Place. Yeah, we just sit there. Uh, I'm offended that you come all the way out by <laughs> us. And Brennan go. always does it on Fridays when I'm at work. Oh, But yeah. we'll go on like a Sunday or something, like quickly on the but, way to the cabin or something. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that was probably mine. Because we've been, I mean, we try. we started walk, her walking and like to the the mailbox and then like mm-hmm. down the street mm-hmm. and like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so um and people kept like making comments they're like wow she's doing really good oh. and I'm like I know oh. and it wasn't like oh we did this I'm like you're the one doing all the work right. but like I was so proud of her oh. for like not mainly for not melting melting down and I was very thankful that she didn't mm-hmm. but she could like it was one of those things where it's like it was that little like moment that you needed to be like, oh, you can use your words, yes. like you can do this. And then when she got tired, she asked to ride in the backpack, yes. and then she like asked for food. So it was like, Yay. you are like picking up what we're laying down. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, yes. Are you picking up what I'm laying down? Yeah, and I'm then um, yeah. So I think that was like a big one for me. And then um, Marcus, like over the Marcus, has started signing. <gasps> Yeah, so he's finally like yeah he's oh. finally picking up the signs. It's oh my gosh, it's taken him forever. He's gonna be like in special ed, I think. Oh come on, no, I'm just kidding. Boys are slow. <laughs> I know they really are. Slow. That's what everybody has ed. said. He is not he I know, <laughs> but, uh, but but just know that's a normal feeling. Right? Feeling that yeah, kids special ed. Um, or he has autism or something. <laughs> like know. they do something weird. So this is the other thing. Like <laughs> when we were camping, or he, not even camping, like he was like tripping a lot, and like he'd just be like walking in the house and yeah. like fall flat on his face, and mm-hmm. we're like, what? are you doing <laughs> so i told Corey, i was like he has a brain tumor I know. oh my gosh like something's wrong and Corey was like you think it might be his shoes and i was like oh maybe oh, because maybe, he has these like really thick soled new balance shoes oh. and so he catches well, his foot and yep so uh so we started letting him go barefoot has a trip oh, oh. <laughs> so, so this is where my mind goes where i'm like oh, you have a brain tumor and right. Corey's like it could be his shoes <laughs> Um, but yeah, but he started signing. So that was really good that he can do like more, he can do like more and he kind of has done all done and he's done milk, but he's really like understanding us. Like whether he can say things back to us or sign back to us, like he's actually understanding doing what you say. And he's listening too. So we'll tell him like, don't do that. And you can see like, he'll look at what he wants to do and he'll like look back at us and he'll like go to reach for him. We're like, no. Yeah. So it's like, you can start to see like it processing, which is really fun because it just kind of makes it feel like he's like a like a boy like a human right. and not like right. just someone that we're yelling at and I trying know. to keep alive anymore. I know I know so. that's a good way to say it I'm not yelling at you and trying to just trying to keep you alive mm-hmm yeah so that was my mom moment <laughs> and uh I love it yeah all right we're wrapping up episode four thanks for listening thank you if, if you are we appreciate that's you right. <laughs> <laughs> all right